Hello, and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast where we invite awesome neighbors to join us on our front porch to share stories and tips for being a good neighbor so that we can learn from them and be inspired by them. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and as usual, I'm joined on my Zoom front porch by my neighbor and co-host, Adam Barlow-Thompson. Hey, good neighbors. Welcome to the front porch. Today, we're uh, doing something that will be familiar to people who've listened to the podcast often. We have Christopher Swanson on for a neighboring tip. Hey, Christopher. Hey, everybody. So, 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 so what, Adam? So, what are we going to do, Christopher? <laughs> yes. What are we going to do? Oh, my. Well, so this week, uh, we picked a really short and simple tip that we think is perfect for kind of this moment in time that we're at in the midst of this pandemic. And that tip is support a business in your neighborhood. Here we are in the midst of coronavirus, and I think now maybe all 50 states are in some stage of reopening, uh, I think was the last count that I saw, or close to it, maybe 48 states right. or something uh, are in the process of reopening. Um, it, it goes without saying, it, it raises tons of questions, um, yeah. but uh, in Kansas, we are halfway through phase one of reopening and about to go into phase two. Um, so um, God, Matt is like paying attention to the news. <laughs> I don't know where we are at. <laughs> I, mean, they, I feel like it changes all the time. So I just gave up trying to keep <laughs> up on where it's at. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I paid attention because I'm just mostly curious. Like, yeah. Right. Um, I guess curious, but also concerned, you know, like, okay, yeah. how is this going in other states? Are there places where the reopening is not going well? Um, but we, you know. we name where we're at because we want to kind of timestamp the recording of this. So it's May 26th mm -hmm. and we're trying to name that because the world has changed a lot. Um, so much so that this is the second time that we've recorded this episode. And That's by true. we, I actually mean you guys. Right. I mean, you guys recorded it without me and it didn't work. And I think there's a lesson there. Yeah, the lesson is like, don't record a podcast as a pandemic is happening. That's, oh. that, that's <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like, you should make sure I'm there to give the, the flavor and the humor mm. that I bring. <laughs> Maybe no? we should wait till after this episode to decide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the jury is out. <laughs> no, it's true, Adam. You bring great gifts to our podcast. I'm just teasing. So, um, Yeah, yeah. But no, seriously, we did record this episode uh, right before we went into shelter in place. And that episode is now sitting on the shelf, uh, relatively unusable. Uh, <laughs> true. it had a lot to do with like go to those businesses go inside right. hands with the Breathe owner in all the air yeah that's right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so here we are uh yes uh 10 weeks into uh, coronavirus and reopening so okay mm -hmm. so christopher you've had to do a lot of retooling here 
Uh, talk <laughs> us through this. What, what does it mean to be a good neighbor and support local businesses as we enter into various phases of reopening? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that we at the neighboring movement always kind of um, encourage is to support your local places. And but this tip and what we also advocate for is even to kind of take that a step further and think about what are businesses that are within my actual neighborhood and how can I support those? And so, um, again, like aside from it being a global pandemic, this is just a really great tip to do. But now we're realizing like we're in this position where like, it's been really hard for a lot of businesses. And so we think it's a really great time to be able to be mindful of supporting them in whatever way that looks. First of all, I want you to think about your health and safety and the health and safety of um, your neighbors and the people that could be going to these businesses as well. And then to also think about kind of where your state is at. Matt kind of got into this with our timestamp, but different places or um, cities even and different, different locations are at a different place with reopening. And so you have to kind of be mindful of where you're at when you're, when you're thinking about this. But I guess the first step is to kind of think about those things and kind of where you're at and where you can do. And then to think about um, matching that up. So like matching up what's allowed and like what, you can do and then how also you want to be able to like support these places in your neighborhood. And so again, I think that kind of gets into like, there are a lot of ways you can support businesses without physically going there. And so, you know, there's, you can tell your friends and family about these places. You can promote them on social media. A lot of online resources have ways to rate various businesses. And so you can go on and give them a good rating and a little a blurb that says like, this place is awesome. And you can kind of brag on it. Um, another way that you can kind of support them that's a little more nuanced is you can connect them with other businesses or assets in your neighborhood. Um, so maybe they haven't heard that another business um, in the neighborhood is doing some sort of event that you think that they could be a part of or some sort of um, thing that's related to the product that they're they're doing, they may not know that that's happening and you could share with them about that and kind of tell them, I met the owner and this is their name and just kind of help connect the people in that way. So I think it's also to be good to be mindful of the different types of businesses that are in your neighborhood. I mean, the obvious ones are like restaurants and things like that, but there's also retail. And so you can um, find ways to support them. And there's also even like in-home businesses. So some of your neighbors might have little um, you know, gigs at home. We have some neighbors that do landscaping businesses or cooking or woodworking out of just their homes. And so if you can find kind of those neighbors and find ways to support them, I'm sure that will really be helpful for them throughout this time as well. So again, I think it's really just taking a step back and saying like, what ways am I willing to support these neighborhood businesses right now? Um, if that's financially, that's great. I mean, some of these businesses are probably having a hard time financially. And so I'm sure that would be much appreciated. But if you're not in a position where you're comfortable with that, like there are so many other ways that you can, you can support them. You can promote them again online. You can talk about them to your friends. You can promote them on a podcast like this. You can, you can do all sorts of things aside from that financial support and also things that don't involve you having to actually go to that business and you can purchase gift cards online. You can, you know, there's lots of different ways that we can, we can think about doing this. 
And I think just this week, I've noticed a bunch of things being shared about like the different levels of risk, like activities then rated based on how risky they are. Uh, That's been really helpful to me. And I think part of one of the things I'm wrestling with during coronavirus is like decision fatigue on like, Mm -hmm. like, God, should I go to a restaurant or not? Is that safe or not? Am I putting someone in danger or not? And so there's resources like that that are really helpful. And I think what we're trying to offer here is some some guidance because the places I've enjoyed most are the places who help make some of those decisions for me. And so if we can figure out like some just direction on how to engage, I think it goes a long way to um, easing that that decision fatigue. So, right. I I also think for me, like the thing about this that resonates with me is that I want to help these businesses. Like I, I want to be proactive. Um, and, And some of it is even thinking about like redirecting more of my resources towards local businesses than what I used to. Like now that I've been sheltering in place and I'm beginning to spend more money or, you know, I have not spent much money over the last 10 weeks. Um, but as I'm beginning to do more purchasing, like are there ways that I can be very intentional in supporting local businesses that have been struggling? Um, but even just aside from redirecting, it's, I, I feel, I mean, I really want to be supportive and like trying to figure that out um, to, to positively engage those commun those, those businesses, I think, it's significant. And, and that's, that's kind of the stage I think that, that many communities are at is, you know, finding ways now to step up and, and financially support those businesses that have been struggling or have been closed um, and are beginning to reopen. So, um, yeah, so this really, I I think uh, is motivating to me, right. To get, to get out there and, and find those businesses and, 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 and find those creative ways to support them. A little game you can play at home, listener, uh, is a game that we like to call <laughs> the business naming game. And is, uh, you act like this is something we do on the regular. On the regular. <laughs> well, Adam, some of us do. Yeah, the last yes. time you recorded this episode, <laughs> that didn't work. And then every, again now. <laughs> every time we record this episode, we play this game. Uh, it's called the business naming game. Um, no, so. This is, I think, a really great activity, though, because one of the things that's cool, the more that we are connected, the the more that we do this type of neighboring tip and we get connected to businesses, the more I I have found that I love my neighborhood, right? Mm. Because I know the stories and I know the owners. and I'm like, oh, yeah, like that place is so cool. And just just to put that theory to the test, what we're going to do right now is each of us are going to name a business in our neighborhood. And uh, what we love about that business. And then just, let's just see how it affects us, shall we? So, okay. um, so yeah. So who wants to lead us off? I mean, Adam. I'll go first because I'm afraid you're going to steal my, oh, my, my business yeah. that yeah. I want to name. Okay. So Hup Hardware oh, in our yeah. neighborhood nice. is a really awesome little uh, hardware store that's owned by a family who, you know, has a deep connections to the neighborhood. 
and hires a lot of folks who live in the neighborhood actually too. And every time I go in there, they're the kind of place that like, you can't walk in without somebody saying hello to you there. Like they're going to say hello to you. They are insanely helpful. Um, I'm not super handy in general. And so I need, I had a, I had a, on our little pool, the little, you know, little tiny above ground pool that we put in the backyard. There was like this piece that the threads were like a little bit too small and it kept pulling away and causing a leak on the filter. And I was like, I know there's a thing out there (laughs) that makes it so that the threads are like more grippy and it won't leak. But that's about as like, that's how I could describe it, you know? Right. <laughs> and, I'm just picturing the people, workers at the harbor store like, how many times a day do someone walk in? They're like, how can we help you? And they say, well, I'm looking for this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it has, it's threaded. And that's, that's all what I, know. I did. That's yeah. what I did to them. <laughs> I've the done woman, that many times too. So she immediately knew what I needed mm-hmm. when she, when I, when I asked her this very convoluted question. She's like, oh, you need this. It's right here. It cost a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) And I had no cash. And I, you know, I always hate like making him run my card for 99 cents. And, but she was like, it's fine. I was like, I'll buy something else. I'll just really, I'll find something I can buy. She's like, it's fine, dude. Just like, it's okay. Just buy it. (laughs) Anyways, they're just super helpful. Always friendly. Hub hardware. Awesome. Yes. Yes. That's good. That was like a little tagline there too. Right. <laughs> Always friendly, super helpful. Hub yeah. hardware. Great music too. <laughs> That's true. They do often play Rich Mullins music when I'm in there. That's right. 90s Christian tunes. That's yep. what they're into. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so cool. All right. Christopher. Oh yeah. I mean, I always feel bad. I, but I'm going to take Brianna's bakery. I'm going to do it. So, yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you feel bad because you're stealing Matt? What was potentially Matt's? I mean, I don't know. I don't feel as bad because I stole it the first time we recorded this episode. That was the first one. It was just right oh, off the bat. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. But now I do kind of feel really bad because Matt did Hup last time. So now we oh. both just took his. So now he's going to have to figure out a whole nother business. Going to have to consult your asset map. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, Brianna's Bakery, we've talked about it on this podcast before, is an awesome little pink building in our neighborhood. And it is the best bakery on the planet. And it's owned by the sweetest person. Her name is Nifa. And um, it's just kind of one of those places where you walk in and you're there for, you know, just like an hour. Who knows? You just never know. You go in and it's just, she's there and she's talking with you and you can just sit down and have your pastry. You can take it and run. She makes cakes. She makes sandwiches. She makes breakfast burritos. It's all ridiculously cheap. And it's just, it's just so great. So we love it. We go there all the time. And Nifa is one of our dear friends. And so, yeah, anyway, I think, I think that's bakery. That's probably the saddest thing about sheltering in place for mm-hmm. me. Cause when we were at the office, we would like once or twice mm-hmm. a week, oh, there, yeah. would, there would be a run to Brianna's bakery and then a plate of baker goods or breakfast burritos. And mm. 
now that doesn't happen as often. And so mm-hmm. this is a good reminder to me that, you know, I can still go get those things, even though we're not going to the office. So it's yeah. true. And it's great because we've still been able to keep in really good touch with Nifa and like message back and forth with her. And so we've, we've still kept in touch in the midst of the pandemic, which has been really great. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. What's you going to do, Matt? Yeah, well, lucky for you guys, my my asset map is is uh, well populated, mm. and so um, so no problem. I've got plenty of other options, and that's why I love my neighborhood. So actually, I'm going to give a shout out to um, a relatively new thing that's happening in our neighborhood. Um, it's not a new organization. Uh, Legacy Ministries uh, is in our neighborhood, and um, it's a nonprofit. They work with youth, oftentimes at-risk youth, uh, giving them job skills. Uh, so they hire these youth to work in a garden um, growing produce, which they sell through um, uh, a CSA-type program. They also make pottery, so they have pottery works, uh, and, and they have coffee works, uh, which has uh, just really been kicking off here in the last few months. And Coffee Works, um, they again hire youth. Uh, they roast their own coffee uh, that you can buy at Whole Bean or Ground. Um, they have been my go to during coronavirus because it's literally around the block from my house. So I order online, uh, I walk over there, and I pick it up on the front porch. So uh, contactless pickup. So yeah, Legacy Ministries, check it out. They have a great website. So I think one more thing that I would um, encourage is that if you can find ways in the midst of experimenting with this tip and supporting these businesses to learn more about the people that own them and have started them and to kind of hear more about the stories of those places, that's a really awesome thing. And it kind of gets into um, our talking about asset mapping. And that's one of the things that we do in our neighborhood is we try and learn as much as we can about the people that have started these businesses and the histories behind them. And that helps us connect people and connect businesses to one another because they might have common interests and passions. Plus it also, it's just, it's, it's just really fun. And I, so I think that's kind of gets into the next thing I want to talk about, which is the variety of benefits there are to experimenting with this tip. There's so many and I could go on forever, but I'll just, I'll just name a few. And again, that first one is, it's just so fun to do. And you can kind of hear it in our voices. We get really excited when we talk about these businesses because we love them so much and it's a joy to go hang out with these people and, to get to um, purchase their products when they're just down the street from us. So that's really awesome. And then aside from that, there's the economic benefits of it. And I'm not an economist. And so this is my simple language for it. But like when you support your businesses in your neighborhood, that money tends to stay in your neighborhood much longer. Because if you buy something at your neighborhood bakery, more of that money is going into your neighbor's pocket that owns that bakery. And then that person is probably also purchasing things within your neighborhood or around your town. And so that money just stays circulating closer to you, which is super cool. And it supports the people right around you. So there's that. And, and again, in, in the midst of a pandemic, like it's so great to be able to like put that money as close as we can to our neighbors and to the people that live right around us. And so um, I think also there's just a lot to be said around the, like becoming more connected to your neighborhood and to those people. 
um, and we've kind of talked about this too, like when you get to go hang out with your neighbor at the bakery and learn that you live real close to each other, it's just kind of the sense of connectedness and community. And I think that's really, really powerful. And as people learn about that and as you support businesses in that way, I think they kind of feel more of a sense of being rooted in their neighborhood and in the community that they, that they are in. And so I think that's, that's really awesome. And I, and I think the final point is just that when we do learn about the stories of these businesses and these people, then again, it's easier to connect them with other businesses. And it's also easier to kind of promote them. And, um, and again, that kind of goes back to one of the ways that we can experiment with this tip. If you know the stories behind your businesses, that's a great way to talk about them when you're sharing about that business with your friends or family or anyone else promoting them online. Because as humans, we're really compelled by those kind of stories. And so I think that's really a great way to promote them. And I think just lastly, like it, it just, again, like Matt said, it continues to help us foster our own love for our neighborhoods when we do that. And when we get to hear these amazing stories, we get to be like, what? Like, this is happening in my neighborhood. And I get to go to this place all the time. And so it's amazing. So anyway, all that to being said, like, just go out, find your awesome, super cool neighborhood businesses, figure out ways that you can support them right now in this time and um, do so in a way that, of course, helps kind of keep your neighbors healthy, it keeps you healthy, and then is also in line with kind of the the place that you're at in terms of your stay-at-home orders. And so, yeah, awesome. do it. Also, um, Christopher, will, will you put in the comments or the description of the podcast the links to the places that we mentioned? Of and course. If you're in Wichita, you should definitely hit those places up. If you're not in Wichita, actually legacy stuff, you could get anywhere and they will ship it to you. So ship it to you. Okay, well, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. So thank you so much for joining us here on the uh, Zoom front porch uh, for this episode of The Neighbor Next Door. Um, this podcast is a production of The Neighboring Movement, and you can find out more about our work by visiting www.neighboringmovement.org. That's right. It's still there. It's still got the WWWs in there. Also, you know. Pandemic doesn't change that. The pandemic doesn't change that. No, no. The neighboring movement is also a local business. And if you go to our website (laughs) and want to support this podcast or other things that we do, you can uh, throw a slash donate after those, uh, that, that address, and then you can hit us up. (laughs) yes yes making it rain (laughs) podcast style (laughs) you guys people aren't going to give now but that's fine (laughs) no they're definitely not i think i just heard some people unsubscribing uh but that's that's (laughs) hear this sound oh gosh okay well thank you so much for listening and for being a part of the neighboring movement and uh until next time happy neighboring happy neighboring happy neighboring